Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You and Dindy, this kind of stuff, Wheeler. Sugar, Husker Du. No, I didn't know who that was. No. Any of that kind of stuff. No. You should get cooler. What's that? You should get cooler. I should get cooler, but I'm not. That's just, I think we're beyond that point. I love that response to you should get cooler. What's that? <laughs> that was very funny. What? Shay, Shay, what? Shay, Shay again? Shay again? What? I should get cooler. Um, boy, tons and tons and tons of stuff to talk about today. Lots of guests, lots of uh, topics. I mean, this is going to be a really full show, including the Think Tank coming up at 4 p.m. with uh, Judge Tom Frawley and Alvin Reed. Uh, first of all, some sad news. So this show for 24 years has been so varied and textured and about everything, but it's it's mostly about my life. It just kind of is. Uh, and I've talked about my first girlfriend, Tammy, uh, Tammy Copeland, who I started dating in high school. She was a couple years behind me. And uh, she passed away yesterday. And I just found out today from my good buddy, Eric Brokaw, uh, our, our own Ethan's uncle. And uh, that's how I met Tammy was Eric uh, was one of the cool kids and I wasn't and we met and uh, I made him laugh and he took me under his wing and took me to the Copeland's house, which was like Camelot uh, compared to how I, you know, grew up. It's just big house in Kindle Hill and an in-ground pool and, you know, they seemed rich where they were or not, but they seemed like it. Uh, then Tammy and I started dating, first girlfriend, first love, the whole thing, and uh, haven't, you know, we we fell out of touch. I haven't talked to her in twenty twenty five years, uh, but yeah, so I don't know any of the circumstances. Uh, Randy, uh, her brother, uh, is, is the only one of the the immediate family left. So my condolences go to Randy and everyone who knew Tammy, and just you know, sad, terrible. Yeah, you know. I'm sorry, Dave. That's a weird kind of hit too when it's your generation for sure you know yeah and especially someone like you know you never forget your first love you don't you don't have two you just have one and and she and i were just like syrupy stupid first love you know <laughs> uh, and just always you know at each other's houses and she's the one whenever dave murray brings up the, the big snow of 82 that i was gonna walk to my girlfriend's house and you know going through the arctic and that was tammy uh, so yeah so condolences and i hope she's in in a better place and peaceful and happy um 
So I guess the, a couple of big news stories, uh, both of a legal nature. One, the immunity has been denied by the Court of Appeals for Donald Trump. And we'll have Brad Young on to talk about that in, in a little bit. And then the school shooter's mom, uh, Jennifer Crumley, is that her name? Yep. Uh, has been found guilty on all charges of involuntary manslaughter. I'll tell you this right now, though. Uh, one of the classic things that you appeal on, everyone does, is ineffective assistance of counsel. And those are typically just a throwaway kind of thing. Uh, it's it's exceedingly, exceedingly rare that that will be granted because typically in cases like this uh, that are of great importance and um, uh, in the public eye, you get a really, really good attorney to represent you. Well, in this case, it doesn't seem that Ms. Crumbly did because we've been talking about her attorney and she's all over TikTok and she's just become a joke and a meme. I would not be surprised if this is overturned on appeal for ineffective assistance of counsel. Would that just mean like redoing the trial? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get out of it. It just means you didn't get a fair trial. We'll do it again. Yeah. And uh, I think she has a pretty good shot at that one. That was Um, something else, wasn't it? So anyway, uh, yes, she has been found guilty, and her husband is up next. And as I understand it, I've not followed this case uh, super closely. I mean, I I know what you guys know. I've been watching. I've been reading a couple articles, but it's not like I've been, like, in and every night on cable news watching someone cover it. But it sounds like as bad as she was, and she was awful. I'm talking about the mom now, not the attorney. Right, right. The, The father was even worse. And so he comes up for trial next. I don't know if he's being charged with the same thing. He may have uh, more serious charges against him since he was the one who bought the gun and everything. But eventually it seems like they're both going to end up in jail. I mean, she's facing a maximum of 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was four counts, so 10 years for each count. Now, again, that's assuming it holds up. And then, you you know, that's if she gets the max. So she may not. Putting aside... Uh, appeals and having a terrible attorney and all that, just just the playground stuff, you know, as far as, uh, you know, we you don't have to be a lawyer to understand X, Y, Z. How does it hit you that for the first time in American history, to my knowledge, a parent has been held liable for a murder in a school shooting like this? Thoughts, Rach? Um, I mean, I'm going to sound incredibly judgmental on this, but we were watching the verdict come down, Dave, and I was I was annoyed that this woman was so upset. <laughs> um, to me, it's if your child does something like this and they've come to you and they've said, I'm depressed and I need, I need help and you still buy them a gun and you're not looking after it the way you should. I mean, I just I have no sympathy for her. Uh, I think this kind of thing should happen more because where are these kids getting these guns in these cases? Most times it's from their parents and their parents are negligent. So, I mean, hopefully this will scare some some people who are being lax into buttoning up their situation a little bit more. You know, it's uh, it strikes me as a lawyer and not as and as a parent that there you can imagine a case where um, a kid carries out a school shooting. And you look back at it, and the parents are complete bags of crap. In fact, I'm going to guess in most cases, uh, I would think it's probably pretty rare. I'm sure it has happened that a kid goes off and does something crazy in spite of having wonderful parents. But my intuition is, you you know, you open up the windows, let the sunshine in, and you're going to see a a whole lot of neglectful, abusive parenting. Uh, But I can imagine a situation where that's the case. 
but they didn't have anything proximately to do with the shooting. You feel me? Like They didn't buy the gun. Like maybe when the kid is sentenced, you put on testimony of how he had a terrible family, but the family wasn't directly involved in the shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, because I would feel just, uh, no, not just as bad. Uh, but I but I do feel bad for people, uh, grownups and kids who commit serious crimes. And then you look back at their life and you go, holy crap, you know, doesn't justify it. Doesn't mean you get to do it, but it gives you a little bit of a picture into it. Amy, thoughts? Yeah. And I need to look more at the details of this case because I haven't followed it um, particularly closely in light of everything else that's been going on in the news. And I think my my first thought is. Wow, the evidence must have been overwhelming, the neglect, obviously, or the um, lack of understanding where their kid was and buying them a gun or whatever they might have done must be so objectively obvious to everyone as to hold a parent accountable for involuntary manslaughter or, or voluntary manslaughter, whatever they're calling it, because... It could be one of those dangerous precedents where, like, I think I do think now a school shooting is next level tragedy. But there are good parents who have kids who do drugs or sell drugs in high school because they get mixed in with the wrong crowd. So what if you have a kid who you're kind of working with him? You think he might be struggling. Maybe he's doing drugs. He sells some drugs. There's fentanyl in it. Another kid dies. Is the parent responsible for that? That's a little bit scary. Mm -hmm. But it may be that once I look at the facts of this case, her actions and the father and mother's actions were so egregious that it doesn't feel quite as um, of a slippery slope as I think it might be. I'm not sure. I just need, because I agree, like you do have criminal neglect. I just would have to see the case. Yeah, I mean, it has to be case by case. I mean, like every case, everything's. But we we have some precedent that's similar to this. If if a parent allows alcohol to be served at a party mm-hmm. at their house mm-hmm. and somebody gets hurt or somebody dies, they can go to jail. It's happened. We, yeah. I mean, parents have been put in jail yeah. for allowing out minors to have alcohol in their home. You, if you're if you've got another family's kids over your house and. You have created a dangerous situation at your house. Let's say you don't repair a railing on a stairway and they fall. You're liable. And and I think you can be charged criminally, not just sued, for, you know, the risks that you're putting other people's children at. And it has to be proven. I think Amy makes a good point. You have to prove the negligence. It can't just be it seems that way or it's observable. Mm-hmm. But in this particular case, we've had the cry for help. We had the school going to the parents multiple times with behavioral issues. And we've got we've got texts from the mom to her son who is looking at ammunition in class and he gets in trouble because he gets caught doing that. And she's like, you got to be better at not getting caught. That was the text that she sent. Not don't search ammunition at school. Do that with me and your dad at home because we know what you need for hunting or whatever. They missed this. These two parents missed this on every level. And it's why they ran. It's why they tried to get I away. Forgot that. Mm. They fled oh, police. They, they fled police. They were, I think it was a day or two that yeah. they were on the run. Wow. And they were found in this empty warehouse in Detroit. Yep. Which was like, I think, 90 minutes from where they're from. I'd forgotten that part. So, so they was, didn't was... run because they didn't think they did anything wrong. 
Yeah. Right. Okay. And that's I think what I what I didn't know is just how objectively objectively and demonstrably they failed at every corner and at times what you could call is encourage or enable yeah. their son's behavior. That's right. a different different I can of worms. I think I got to look this up. I think the dad in the shooting that happened in North Shore Chicago, which I forget the name of the town, uh, but I think that dad accepted a plea of some kind for his part in signing off on the permit for his kid to get mm-hmm. a gun. That was the parade, right? That was the parade, yeah. right? That was the one where Ranji's buddy was there. Yeah. Uh, someone called and didn't want to stick around, but wanted to ask the panel here, why do you think school shooters are always male? Mm. Like crime in general, like violent crime in general is overwhelmingly male. Overwhelmingly. I don't know. I think that also that form of now I'm not trying to feel bad for the school shooters or anything, but I uh, oftentimes that specific form of social isolation that you see, it does seem to happen to males more or the kind of content they're consuming online. Um, it, it just does seem to be a male-dominated space. I don't know why, but it is. Yeah, I'm not a psychiatrist, but I have a brain. And from the stories I've seen over the past 20 years, it appears that when girls are bullied like that, they end up hurting themselves, mm-hmm. uh, as do boys. Uh, oh, yeah, ha- yeah. Have we yeah. had a female school shooter yet? I'm sure. I there was the, um, it was that small Christian school in Nashville. But, then but she wasn't a student. She's a former student. Okay. And I think she then was like a, was transitioning to transgender. Yes, that's what I understand. Yeah. yeah. And so, but I, but I believe that she was born biologically female. Yes. Um, other than that, I can't think of one because again, I mean, even when you're looking at those who die by capital punishment, school shooters, violent crimes, thefts, murder, robbery, carjackings, just overwhelmingly male. Um, yeah. The question is yeah. just nature versus nurture, right? I mean, is it because men are taught a certain way of dealing with things when they're boys? Like you got to handle yourself or whatever. Or is there a part of us that's just that's how we've always been? Well, it could be both, right? Because yeah. we do know the effects of testosterone which men biological males have more testosterone we know that's not a hormone that makes you like more quiet and docile it's an aggressive adds aggression yeah yeah talk to scott here on line one scott go right ahead you're on the air yeah i've been listening to your thoughts on this uh this person's mother that was convicted of manslaughter today how do we apply that to you know crimes in our city that you know in hijack you know carjackings and how do we apply it to judges and and defense people that keep allowing some of these people out uh, time after time after time that they've been you know under house arrest or ankle monitored but they get out and commit more crimes who who do we hold accountable in those cases can we convict those folks of manslaughter or get judges removed um, I don't think you can get anyone convicted of anything unless they were a part of the crime, which is what they're finding here, is that they were actually a part of the crime. Uh, my understanding, Brad Young will know more about this than me, but my understanding is she's not being convicted because she was a bad mom. She's being convicted because her actions directly led to the death of these kids. It's involuntary manslaughter because she didn't mean this to happen. She didn't want this to happen. But the action she took, for example, maybe a bad analogy. But if I get a new baseball bat and I'm swinging it around in the studio, I don't mean to hit Amy in the head, but I do. And she dies. 
in involuntary manslaughter. Um, but I understand, I think where you're coming from is uh, all these people who are contributing to the delinquency of people or the, or the criminality of people or, you know, then I think that that's where it comes in, unfortunately, uh, in the sentencing, that the person who's been convicted of a crime gets off a little easier because they had such crappy parents or such a crappy life. But you're not going to reach back and convict those parents of something unless it's directly involved in the carjacking or the rape or whatever it happens to be. As far as judges and uh, prosecuting attorneys and such, about all you can do to them is they lose their jobs, which we saw one do very famously mm-hmm. and galactically here in St. Louis with uh, uh, with what happened over the last Kim couple Gardner, of years. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, to me, that's a very odd connection. Those are two things that are not like one another. We have the recourse to change all of the things we're talking about. We just don't participate, right? I mean, the way you change judges and prosecutors is by changing through the vote. Very true. And if people don't want to live in a city, you're not going to have a say in it. And if you don't participate, you're not going to have a say in it. Very true. 124 DGS. Speaking of uh, crime and criminals, I'm looking to you, Andrew. Mm-hmm. I saw a car today. I've seen worse, but it was like a pretty nice car. Not to be judgmental, but typically it's kind of hoopties that have the no plates at all. And uh, the it was a temporary tag, and it was January 13th of 2020. Oh. And I just thought to myself, how do you do it? How do you do it? How do you avoid the popo for that long? And and if you do get pulled over, then I know from personal experience, because I've had expired plates, never for four years, uh, but you have to go take care of that. And you have to show proof that you've, you know, you've cured it. And, and you know, I don't understand. How does it happen? Or you could just pay the ticket and then. Oh, is that your strategy? Yeah. Oh, are you still dirty? Yeah. Oh, wow. my lord. Ooh. What year? Uh, we are. Uh, um, okay. Okay. Oh, boy. When you need a preamble, it's not good. <laughs> if it was a baby, it would be in school. Ooh. Would it be in kindergarten? Uh, yeah. <laughs> if it was would a it be baby. In seventh grade? <laughs> it would be learning. It would be uh, learning to read. Uh, Somewhere no, a chill just went down Charlie Brennan's spine, oh, and he's not sure. Charlie, oh, Charlie just went straight to the Ledoux Police Department. <laughs> Charlie is oh, hoping you get canned right now. <laughs> Charlie's going to be standing outside the door when, next time I walk out. No, 2019, I think July If Andrew's tags were a child, it would be <laughs> learning to read and write. We, we are entering year five of, uh, here's, of the sticker. Here's where you shouldn't go, Andrew. Clarkson oh. Valley, like Chesterfield, Olive, where it turns into Clarkson Road. Clarkson Valley, they'll get you. Those... They're Those looking police for it. officers are on it. Yeah, I mean, we're talking like days. If you're like three days, is, old, is there get a you. Uh, a bigger fine for having a kindergarten uh, tag? Shockingly, <laughs> no. Shockingly, it's a pretty flat fine across. How the, much is it? Uh, it's it's gone up. Uh, a couple <laughs> of years ago, it was like sixty dollars. Yeah, and now it's closer to like one. How, how many have you had? Three, four, maybe. That's not bad. Yeah. So you're actually financially ahead. That's so, a, that's why I haven't done it yet, because financially I've come out on top. The of. Jefferson County Sheriff was on Total Information AM this morning, and he said a lot of people who have like maybe $100,000 trucks, you know, yeah. uh, it's way cheaper to keep paying the ticket than it sure, is to pay, to pay the, the, taxes. the taxes. Yeah, no. That's why I think we're supposed to be going to the Illinois system where it just, 
Yeah. Um, you pay it there. At and the dealership. 90% of people roll it into their loan. So instead oh, of yeah. taking out a loan for 34000 you take out a loan for thirty seven or whatever it I is. I know part of the problem is people don't have the cash. Yeah. To go well, to the I've, license bureau and think, here's $1,800. When yeah. I was younger, I've been there where I didn't have the cash, which begs the question, why would you buy the car? Yeah. Uh, and then when I did have the cash, I'm like, well, I don't want to give it to you. Mm. <laughs> right? I mean, give someone a chance to not pay the money and they'll usually take it. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 135 DGS. Lots of uh, serious, dramatic content there in the first half hour. Race, why don't you lighten it up with Girl Scout cookies? Oh, I'm just wondering, are Girl Scout cookies actually good? No. Or is it? No. Yes. Just, you know, a lie we've all told ourselves. Yeah, great. Uh, what are, a lot of different answers here, people. What are Samoas called now? They were Samoas growing up. The caramel, is it the caramel delight now or something? You know, the circle, like little Did they rings? change it because it was no longer politically correct? I think so. Yeah, I think so. It was coconut with because chocolate. Because Samoan people are not uh, cookies made of chocolate and coconut, I'm guessing. <laughs> I guess. I guess. <laughs> but I think they're called maybe like caramel delights yeah. or something like that now. They're called both. They're called caramel delights and Samoa. So for the racists among us, <laughs> <laughs> those are those are actually legit good. I love those. I find Girl Scout cookies very underwhelming, uh, but I have a uh, I don't like them. I don't like that you send children out to sell things uh, in general. I don't like the pressure. I get mad at schnooks every time I go shopping, and there's a bunch of Girl Scouts posted up, but I can't get around them. It's like a SEAL Team 6, you know, <laughs> trying to go through a window. Yeah, that's, why, that's why you got to buy the delicious Thin Mints. So, yeah, so I kind of have... Uh I have beef with the Scouts. I will say Girl Scout cookies, though, Andrew, you might feel the same way. They're totally different than regular cookies that you would buy at a bakery or cookies that you make at home. They're almost like a candy slash yeah, cookie because so they're small and they're very sweet. The only ones I really like are the Thin Mints. I love them. They're a real divider of people. Yeah. I, I have eat, found. I eat them compulsively. I, I put on the sheet, I forgot that I'm kind of trying to, to lose weight a little bit here and there. 
Uh, and I accidentally on Sunday I ate an entire box of Thin Mints by myself in one sitting. Uh, as, no, you as, didn't. As, yes, I did. No, you did. A sleeve or a box? A box. Because it was one sleeve and then like an hour later. At what point sleeve. during the eating of a box of cookies did it hit you? Oh, that's right. I'm losing weight. Oh, like the next day. Well. <laughs> <laughs> when I say I forgot, I mean I forgot. Did, okay, I'm not trying to shame you. <laughs> I'm fascinated by you because uh, I've eaten, I've binged eaten. Everyone has. But did it not make you sick? No, they're, they're, especially the thin mint. That's and that was the thought that I had while I was eating it. Because I, I, by the time I got around to sleep <laughs> too, I was impressed. You had while you're eating it. By the time I got around to sleep too, I'm like, man, I feel great eating these things. And they're, they are, <laughs> they are compulsively eatable. They're so. I don't know if it's the size of them. I don't know if it's the. There's your first lab client. If it's the smoothness. I don't know what it is about the thin mints, but you like, they're. It's more than any other cookie. Because I'm actually not. I can't do a whole lot of sweets all at Wheeler, once. Wheeler, you got something dialed but, up, I can tell. Like, they just... <laughs> Either that or you're just wondering just how eat. your life went wrong. No, I I mean, I'm sure I've sat there oh, yeah, and I'm like... Gonna judge me. I've eaten stuff and I'm like, whoa, I think I shouldn't even all eat all that. I've done that. I mean, I, I don't know... The problem is... I don't yeah. know that it's been Thin Mints, but, I mean, I've done that. But the thing with the Girl Scout, I, I think I've maybe that in my... As I've gotten older, I've become more of a cookie snob. Because hmm. I don't like any of the, like... I don't like Oreos anymore. Store I don't like. Bought. I don't like any of the. Pr- I'm, I'm. I like the big bakery soft cookies, mm. and yeah, basically so that's now, now. For me now, if I'm spending money, don't point. get me wrong. I will eat sure. the peanut butter Girl Scout cookies. They're fine. Yeah, but like I don't know. Maybe I've just gotten more sophisticated. You know, you bring up a good point though, because <laughs> in the olden days you had pretty. You had pretty much the store bought cookies. Yeah, yeah, or like a Mrs. Seabold's or you know Duke's Bakery kind of thing. And now you got Crumble and Insomnia, yeah. and well, and even the stores themselves and those are so much better than store bought cookies. Right, the store, but the stores themselves have their own that they bake. My girlfriend there. Colleen, yeah, oh yeah, who I've not cookies. heard from. Hello, Colleen. <laughs> I hope everything's well with you and your cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and think- it's easier to make them at home too. Like yeah. there, there are places that sell really good frozen cookie dough that you can just take that little thing out of the freezer and don't put it on it. the put it on the pan no 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 well you no. can you can not bake it but you yes. can also put it on the pan and then eight minutes later you've got a brand new fresh cookie or you just eat why it would i right eat out something of out of a box when now i can do that you're making sense mm-hmm. i love some cookie dough yeah it's pretty good not gonna lie it's one of my favorite things is that is there actually risk to eating raw cookie dough we're yes. still here aren't we yes <laughs> but it's I'm super saying. low risk I maintain, I'm going, I maintain i'm I'm stronger because yeah. of it if there is i'm going down hard so there people. is but i always thought it was the eggs it's not it's the flour mm-hmm. that's where you oh. get sick you get sick from uncooked flour not mm-hmm. eggs well it could be eggs though it could be but it's more they likely were fine the flour. in the civil war yeah so <laughs> that's what they ate cookie dough mm-hmm. <laughs> dave i think our generation we're probably safer <laughs> Get your Nestle's. I think our generation might be safer. We've built up some tolerances. Hell yeah. You know how long I've been eating dirt and sucking on gravel? I mean, <laughs> same. It's all the hell we had to do in yeah. South Rexiana. Yeah, exactly. That's, hey, what two, we call, that's what we called second Food's lunch. been out for a couple days. It's fine. It doesn't right. smell bad. Hey, two whole sleeves of gravel yesterday. <laughs> can, I, can I just come back to you one more time? Sure. This is going to sound like I'm patronizing or making fun. I'm not. I have this weird respect for you that you sit in that booth and you talk to one of the biggest radio audiences in St. Louis and you say, uh, so let's get right into me. Uh, I like to stay in the left lane when I drive and I like to read quite a bit. 
And uh, my plates are so expired that if they were a child, they'd be in kindergarten. Mm. And I just ate a whole box of Girl Scout cookies. And halfway through, I thought, uh, these are so compulsively easy to eat. Like, I thought I was honest and candid. Yeah, you know, to top it all off, uh, and this is, I mean, there's a lot of things wrong with me, but maybe the worst thing is that I am a compulsive truth teller. It turns out even worse when you put the microphone in front of me. I am <laughs> I've always said, don't ever commit a crime yeah. with him. I am incapable oh, of, yeah. of not saying uh, exactly <laughs> what goes through my head. when the Rage, now you seem to have something dialed up. I just don't think the Thin Mints thing is that big of a deal. Of eating a whole box. Yeah. I just don't think, I mean, people eat a whole pint of ice cream and that's like a thousand calories. I just, I mean, I, I get like why you told the story and mm-hmm. the, the, like how relevant it is, but I'm not over here like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he did that. I, I think that's like kind of a normal thing to do. Has uh, one Rachel Zimmerman eaten a whole box of cookies? Yeah. Not okay, recently, but somewhere. like really? I've done that before. I don't. I don't. I think rest it's my like, case, Your Honor. <laughs> so it's, it's not like doing drugs or something. You're eating a box of cookies. Yeah. So apparently, they're 40 calories per cookie. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. How many cookies you got in there? I don't know. Was a it, lot. It's, it says 32 in a 10 ounce <laughs> box. It's a oh. What's the math on that? Uh, four times 32. So <laughs> what is that? That's so 128. Much. I could be here for a yeah. while. 128 out of zero. Yeah. That's it? 1,280 calories. calories. And that's why, to be honest, it's more offensive to me. Which is basically half of what you should have for a whole day. Big Mac and fries. That's not bad. And Smoothie King, sorry, no offense to Smoothie King, but Smoothie King is more more offensive to me. Yeah, because it's, I don't know, it has some kind of guise as if they are healthy with all this fruit. They're just straight up sugar. And some of the Smoothie King smoothies, like you get a big one, it's like 1,800 calories. That to me is. At least with the Thin Mints, like, you know you're doing something extraordinary. But when you drink a smoothie, yeah, let me what are you getting there you that's 1,800 calories? Oh, Kevin, they all have so much sugar. I was very surprised. I'm not saying sugar. I'm looking at the After their drinking. menu now, and the, they all say about... Four. Some of them have 800 calories. All right, doctor. Uh, after eating a lot of uh, Smoothie King and then trying to make my own smoothies and not realizing that you had to add tons of sugar. I was, <laughs> to make them edible. I was quite disappointed. I was yeah. like, what is this? This just tastes like ground up fruit. I have never had a good homemade smoothie. Oh, I, really? yeah, I make good ones. Mm. What do you put I've heard that before. I make, why? Well, it depends on what I have. I, eat, I have a protein powder. Usually it's the chocolate protein powder. Mix that with ice cubes and peanut butter. Boom. Can I tell you another thing, too? Awesome. So, uh, and almond milk. We are all our age. Nothing changes it, right? So I'm 59. I'll be 60 in September. Nothing changes that. However, I refuse to drink Insures <laughs> or Boost. Uh, I don't want them. It doesn't appeal to me. It's like a texture thing. Mm. But I just have such a connotation of like old people drinking it that I feel like the first one I crack open, I'm going to meet, I'll be immediately 79 years old. I get it. You know? Mm-hmm. You guys have anything like that where you're like, well, I'm not going to this? <laughs> I don't know. I've never been afraid to dabble in those sort of, <laughs> like, any. Yeah, I feel like I do things person. that people are like, you're old. And I'm just like, oh, I just, I never even crossed my mind that this was an old person thing to do. Like, yeah, but it's because you're in your 30s. Yeah. But it's I, also, it's not a sexy thing to do. Nobody actually thinks you're old, Rach. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're, like, you're in no danger. I'll say this. <laughs> like, I get what you mean. I would not buy a box of Insure at the store. Yeah. 
I would rather just, just buy a it. different protein drink. Would you? Okay. Yeah. Let's like, say you, I don't even know what the differences are. Maybe there's some stuff you need in those. He goes there's a to an old person's home and steals it. <laughs> I refuse to buy insurance. But if somebody's like, hey, here's this. You hungry? And I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. I'd do that. Here's the difference, though, which I get. It's vanity. But if, like, Dave walked up to a lady and he had a protein drink lady. and he was drinking it, and he's like, well, hello. That's one thing. But if you had an insure and you were, like, drinking insure from yeah. a straw and you walked up to That's a lady, why I'm not buying the case hello. of them. <laughs> I'd be like, ooh, might not be your best move. Amy gets it. Especially if I did one of these. I got a whole case in my car. (laughs) Got them at Costco. (laughs) You can keep them at room temp. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of. Hello, Miss Lady. You see that? This thing expires in 2028. These are going to be good forever. I know. I'd have a good time. (laughs) Can I introduce you to my wingman, Andrew? He eats whole boxes. Cookies regularly, <laughs> and he's been riding dirty since the, since the nineties. <laughs> haven't had a, I haven't had a license plate since before Please COVID. Join me in my Buick. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. Can I ask what my what's, sticker is pre pandemic? What's the plan for this for the sticker? What do you mean? Like, is there any path forward here? Or are you just going to keep doing the same uh, thing? I believe the plan is to let it ride. <laughs> now, I, I right, thought we just, learned, though, so, the last time we talked about this, an officer t- called in and told us that they you're actually not just getting a new ticket. Like, at some point, all of that is on your record, and they're going to take you to jail. That is really? 100% false. No, it's uh, not. We had somebody call in that said. He just scared me, and I'm not. That somebody called in and said, at some point, if the wrong person sees that and they say, so I see you've had this many tickets for this, or this has been off for five years, they don't just you don't just get a new okay. ticket and go. My could, most recent ticket was like six months ago, be, and there was no reference too, to going to prison. Could be too prison. personal. Yes. But do you have to pay the sales tax, or you just have to pay the fee to get the new tax? Uh, they, you really just pay, I think there's like a $5 late fee or something. Cause I, I so, it's so Illinois, you, so they don't have the personal oh, property tax. So thing. just yeah. like a hundred yeah. bucks or something. Yeah. It'd be like a hundred ten. But isn't it like an, like a, you have to get other tests and stuff done. Yes. That's got to do the safety issue. and emissions. Yeah. Oh. That's the primary issue in Illinois. And you're afraid that it won't pass. It, I know it won't pass. Right. Cause my engine light is on and it's been on for five years. So that's, <laughs> well, it may not be emissions though, but if the, if, as I understand it, because uh, this has been you a, probably a just have a Ned Stark uh, uh, action figure stuck in your tailpipe. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that sounded dirty. <laughs> ah, but it's an honorable tailpipe. If only. Uh, I feel like based on Amy Mark's scores laugh, I now have officially ruined Amy Mark's. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that she even got that joke. Yeah, but then she laughed into like this. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all ruined Amy. You're gonna go over to Mason Jar and be like, so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told that if the light is on, it's an auto fail for like safety tests. That's, tests that's not stuff. true. That it can't is be true because the only way I've ever gotten it to pass is when I get someone under the table at like an auto parts store or something <laughs> to turn the light off for me in exchange for slipping them 10 bucks. <laughs> it's an auto fail if the engine light is on. Yeah, the, the safety test, like the safety and emissions test that you go. So why don't you take it center. to Greg Damon, mm-hmm. who's a part of our family here at KMOX. Mm-hmm. He'll tell you it's wrong, and then we'll see. Because then I'll know what's wrong, and then it'll be. Okay, but see, the thing is, if you know what's wrong, you can then assess the likelihood of a really bad incident. If you don't know, you might just have a really bad incident, like your engine seizing up. On the highway, and you're done. The car's trash. It's got to go. No, I just took it somewhere. They just fixed something on it. I gave them a thousand freaking dollars. 
Wow. Well, they didn't turn off the check engine But that's what I'm saying. They didn't. But they didn't check the the check engine light when they did that. No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. My wife did it. That makes no sense. <laughs> that makes no sense. Yeah, you, you don't pay someone $1,000 and and drive away with the check engine light on. They should be checking that that's on for you a reason. You need to call back that place. Sure did. This is like when you went to that dentist who put another man's tooth in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, that, was a, that was a really bad For those bad of you dentist. new to the show, I, I'm not making oh. that up. No, you're not. I, I had a root canal, and they ended up uh, having to get rid of most of the tooth, and then they made me a mold of my tooth. And when they put it in, they put it in wrong. There was all kinds of problem and bleeding. And when I went back in, they said, oh, we lost your tooth. The yeah. tooth we put in your mouth is actually, it turns out it was somebody and, else's And tooth. it oh. seemed to be made of double mint gum, by it, the way. Yeah. It yeah. was, uh, the one he, I got in there now is real squishy and weirdly shaped. He's right, by the way. Hmm. You, you can't pass the test with the check engine light on in Illinois. If your check engine on is on, Wait, is on it's a fail. Isn't the point of going to get your emissions tested is, like, they figure out what the problem is and then they can get the light to turn off? Isn't that the no, whole no, point no, of going? No, the, the, the point yeah. of it is to yell at you for and tell you you can't get a new license. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they want you to fix it because they will not be able to pass you, so you can't get the license anyway. If your check engine light is on, you should get it checked in advance of going there because what they're saying is okay. this is telling you this. there's a repair. Pull in... To the emissions place while reading a book. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll be so bothered by that, mm-hmm. they'll just be distracted and be like, I'm afraid the guy's going to air this place out. Let's just send him on his way and Did you see the sticker? chick chick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 